On her second term in prison, she met a former drug trafficker but became Christian. So that lady shared the gospel to Candy and she finally believed in Jesus. Hello and welcome to the Word in Action podcast from Bible League International. I'm your host, Michael Woolworth. God is transforming lives around the world, and that's especially true in Hong Kong through a Bible League program that ministers to women in recovery from drug addiction. My colleague Romy traveled from his native Philippines to Hong Kong to experience the story of a woman named Candy. Candy lost her father at a young age and lived in a home where her mother was absent, leading to a life of rebellion with drug and alcohol abuse and time spent in prison. She would come to see her sentence not as God's judgment, but as a show of His mercy to bring about total life change. Well, Romy, you visited uh, Hong Kong uh, in uh, December. What did you see in terms of its culture and its quality of life, uh, the, the families and the churches? And just as important, um, what kind of awesome foods did you eat? <laughs> That's a very good question, Michael. But Hong Kong is unique for me in many countries that I come to visit. I usually go to remote places with lots of rice fields, mango and coconut trees. I mean, we've been to the jungle together, remember, in Bintulu. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you, sure. you pretty much know what I'm saying. And this is my first time to visit an urban and highly developed area. And I was so amazed uh, with their culture. And people in Hong Kong are always on the move. Everyone is busy. Uh, not wasting a single minute to finish their job in in the office, in marketplaces. Even our friends, our Christian workers there, working at the church, they are very, very busy. And in regards to spending quality time with family, the, the sad reality, obviously, for our migrant workers there, they do not have the liberty to experience that kind of quality time because they they need to finish at least minimum of two years, if I'm not mistaken, two-year contract away from their family to work Mm. in Hong Kong. And I was there during the Christmas season, and I I can hear their stories about being homesick and all. Uh, I actually can relate to their stories because I used to be a migrant worker myself. Um, When I used to work in Dubai, and I know the feeling of missing your family back home, especially during the Christmas season. But awesome. anyway, I'm glad that you asked about food <laughs> in Hong Kong. <laughs> I'm a big fan of Chinese uh, food and what place can be more authentic to get them. But in Hong Kong, uh, I love the the thing that they call shopao, the dim sum, the duck, rice noodles. I mean, I can go on forever, but <laughs> I can only say that yeah. I love every food that we eat there. And I wish I could bring you to Hong Kong in my future trips. Thankful to our friend there, um, the program coordinator for Bible League, for bringing me to places where we can enjoy authentic Chinese meals. Mm. Well, I know you were in Hong Kong to, uh, you know, understand the, the, you know, the culture and enjoy some great food. But you were there primarily to meet uh, an amazing Christian, um, a woman by the name of Anita, who's engaged in uh, ministry to women. Yeah. Who are in recovery. Um, Romy, tell us about uh, the uh, the program where she serves, uh, the reasons why uh, women uh, are part of that program, and yeah. the ways in which uh, she addresses the spiritual needs um, of those women in recovery. I'm, I'm so happy and honored to have finally met Pastor Anita. Being able to spend time with her, to talk to her, to, to witness her ministry, and also hearing her story is such a humbling experience 
I, I saw her dedication in her work with the Lord, and she has nothing in her mind but to glorify God in everything that she do. She sincerely care for the women from the rehab center. Her men also attending her Bible study, uh, actually, but uh, these fellows uh, had been lost once in their life through illegal drug use, and these people are eager to change for good. And I'm so glad that people like Pastor Anita was there to help them achieve their goal. And yeah, what better thing to help them change and have a new life but um, by listening to God's word, praying for them, uh, counseling them. And the Bible League programs uh, take a big role for people like Pastor Anita to accomplish uh, such things. The uh, correctional system, because I know the women uh, are often, uh, you know, referred to the, uh, the, the recovery program through the correctional system. You know, that system in Hong Kong, is it open to people like Anita uh, ministering to, mm-hmm. to these, uh, these inmates, these women that are in recovery? Are they open to that? Yeah. Fortunately for Christian ministries uh, like Pastor Anita's ministry, uh, they are open in Hong Kong. But what Christians are so thankful about is when our prison Bible, uh, the Your Journey to Freedom Bible, can now be used inside the prison. And that, I think, is a breakthrough, a great opportunity for ministries like Pastor Anita to become more effective uh, among the in- inmates. Romy, share the story of a, a, a program participant who's been impacted by Anita's investment in her life. Yeah, I've got many inspiring testimonies of people who participate uh, in Pastor Anita's Bible study. And one of them is a lady named Candy. She serves in prison due to illegal drug activities. But inside Hong Kong prison, uh, her life and perspective thinking has changed. And part of that is Pastor Anita's Project Philip Bible studies. And now that Candy got her freedom. She was spiritually free as well and continued to attend Bible study and fellowship with her fellow inmates. And I was very, very fortunate enough to have the privilege of joining their Bible study. And even though I cannot understand what they are saying because they are talking in Chinese, their smile, the the tears in their eyes, you can really see so much joy that they get in learning more about uh, God's love and having fellowship with many people with same stories like theirs. They can relate to each other. Uh, They care for one another. You can uh, sincerely see that in in their fellowship and you can see the sincerity among this small group of people walking to the journey to total freedom as they strengthen one another. Mm. Yeah, I love that. And, uh, you know, Romy, we're often led to believe that, uh, you know, people that are addicted to drugs, whether that's women, whether that's men, we often believe that uh, they really lack the ability to improve or to be transformed. Um, You found that Anita feels differently, yes? Absolutely, yeah. She's very caring to the people um, who have this, this willingness to have a new life. Yeah. Romy, uh, the, the the woman you talked about earlier, uh, she has an amazing testimony. Tell me more about that. Candy, actually, she compared her prison uh, prison cell to a five-star hotel. 
Mm. I think that's on her perspective coming from a family with no permanent house to live. And I think that experience also helps her mind to think about getting a new life after serving her terms in prison. Candice's uh, father uh, passed away when she was young and her sister worked outside of the country and her mom is always away from home. So basically, I can see that there's lack of family support, which is maybe part of the reason why her path was lost and she became rebellious and get along with wrong people. They went to disco party, spend the night and have fun. She also sings in karaoke to earn money. And from that kind of lifestyle, she learned to smoke, to do drugs, and get drunk all night. Mm. She actually mentioned that she can con consume three packs of cigarettes every night. And her story is that she met her first husband in the nightclub. Uh, the guy asked her to stop working there. She decided to get back on track, have family. And for two years, both of them, uh, they had ch two children, but eventually got separated. Unfortunately, she lived her life on her own and she, she get back to making friends with the wrong people again and started taking drugs again. So she got back into doing illegal activities again and got arrested once again. Hmm. and went back to prison for another 20 months. And on her second term in prison, she met a friend there who was a former drug trafficker, but that lady became Christian. So that lady shared the gospel to Candy, and she finally believed in Jesus as her Lord and Savior. And Candy started attending Bible study and reading the Bible. Then she totally surrendered her life to God. And basically, she said that the prison is not a punishment for her, but actually a way for her to a life change. And she attended the church, and it, the church became the second home for her. And at the moment, Pastor Anita is nurturing her and her fellow inmates. And after three years, she had a new family, praise God. And her life still also had its ups and downs, as usual. But eventually, her new husband became Christian too, and they live happy to this date. She said, I believe that God is always with me, continue to guide and bless me, and He's faithful, and He is loving. Yeah, I love what you said. She came to see that uh, that, that prison sentence, if you will, uh, not really as, as judgment, but really as God's mercy and opportunity for her to turn her life around um, yeah. and, uh, and to begin following Him. I, I love that. Romy, tell us a few ways uh, that we can pray for the spread of the gospel uh, in Hong Kong through the Ministry of Bible League. Yeah, there are lots of things that we can pray for Hong Kong, but let us pray specifically for our leaders there. Pray that the flame and passion in their heart will keep burning uh, as they share God's Word and take care of the spiritual, physical, and mental state of the new believers, specifically the, the the migrant workers and the people at the rehab center and at the prison. I also witnessed Pastor Anita doing ministry with the homeless, providing food and other support for them 
in partnership with another non-government organization. Hmm. Let us pray for for that ministry as well. Pray to God to continue to bless the ministry in Hong Kong. Yeah, and finally, Romy, you have the privilege of traveling, uh, you know, all around Asia and seeing God at work through the ministry of Bible League. You and I had that awesome uh, joint trip that we made. Uh, I came from the U.S., you came from uh, the Philippines to the country of Malaysia. You and I, in fact, have had a chance to uh, to talk about that experience uh, on a previous podcast. Um, you know, for those who pray for and financially give to this ministry, you know, we're in the front part of uh, 2024. You know, our approach uh, to engaging everyone in God's Word, uh, Romy, is that still worth supporting in 2024? That is actually a very, very good question, Michael. Yeah, because it is a commandment for us Christians to go, therefore, and make disciples of all the nations, um, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything Jesus have commanded us. And for the Bible says the time is near, uh, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few, according to Matthew nine thirty-seven. So if the Bible is saying that the time is near centuries ago, that only means 2024 is almost today. It's almost now. We can see the signs around us and we need to hurry reaching out to the people in the remotest places and people in the city. Like people in Hong Kong, we need to be busy spreading God's word nonstop so we can save as many souls uh, as we can to bring them to Jesus. And I really appreciate and I'm so thankful to our donors uh, who helped make all these ministries uh, possible. Amen and amen. Thank you, Romy, for sharing the story of Anita and how she ministers to a number of women in recovery there in Hong Kong with help from Bible League International. And what an amazing testimony of Candy, a woman whose life has been totally transformed to the glory of God. Friends, thank you for listening and for supporting Bible League with your prayers and financial gifts in this new year. Will you follow Bible League on social media? You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. And you can sign up for our e-newsletter and verse of the day and learn more about becoming a monthly sower at BibleLeague.org. That's BibleLeague.org. And let us know how today's program impacted you. You can email us at podcast at BibleLeague.org. I'm Michael Woolworth for the Word in Action podcast.